James, to kick things off, I'd love for you to give us 60 second intro context, who you are, what you're up to, what's happening in the life of James presently. Yeah, man. First off, thank you for having me. I think the two biggest things for me is uh, my podcast, the You Can Too podcast. I had you on about eight months ago, as we were talking about before this, which is crazy to think it's been that long. Uh, and then additionally is also I'm a coach just like you, helping entrepreneurs really overcome procrastination, get out of their own way and show up more intentionally towards their goals. But those are the two main priorities that are going on in my life. Yeah, I'll have to link up that episode in the description below uh, for oh, yeah. people to go listen because, uh, wow, I can't believe it's already been eight months since that conversation. But you are uh, you are definitely on the right track with everything you're up to within the social media space, the podcast, the coaching stuff. So I'm rooting for you from from afar. I'm curious, what are some topics, thoughts, questions that you're currently trying to work through in your own life? I'd love for us to really try to lead this conversation with some good action items for you after this call. So I'd love to kind of just open up and see like what's what's a focus on your life. What are some of those things that you're trying to like get get more clear on um, and let's kind of see where it goes from there. Yeah, man. I think for me, something I find and maybe you felt like this, maybe other people feel like this. Hopefully we can make this uh, intentional in that way is uh, I'm 20. So as much as I'm coaching and I'm doing the podcast, I want to do a thousand different things. <laughs> There's so many things going through my mind, especially now I'm doing two interviews a week. When we first spoke, it was doing a solo episode and an interview uh, every week. Now I'm doing two. And so it just, it takes on a lot. I know you posted on your story yesterday about getting a podcast producer. I'd love to move in that direction as well, doing that for me. I think something I've always struggled with is a vision because I'm mm -hmm. so overly focused on where I'm at right now. Like I've always been, the mindset that I take on it is I want to focus on my direction, not exactly my results. So like, am I moving in the direction that I want to be in? But in doing that, I often get uh, disconnected from a vision or having an idea of where I'd like to be three years, five years down the road. And I think I want to get uh, better at that, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I'm so fired up already for this conversation. <laughs> so let me lead off with this. I don't like comparison at all, but let me just give you some perspective. You're 20 and you've been in the content game for what, two years now? Probably close to three, almost three. Great. So I didn't even fire up my first mic for a podcast and I was about to turn 23. So for perspective, if we're like comparing and in, in like a and, and when we're looking at time, mm -hmm. you're already way ahead of where I was when I started. So like props to you. Um, what I think is really important, and this is something that I'm reminding myself of often, is a couple things. One, it's really good to have just like a big picture idea of where you're going. And I think outside looking in perspective for you is very similar to probably what I envisioned for myself content producer who does podcasts, posts social media content, has a book, runs coaching program, digital courses, speaking all, all the nine. Is that probably very similar, right? Right on with you, brother. Yes, sir. Great. So I just recorded a podcast that came out um, la um, couple, uh, last week, which was about like these 10 principles that I live by. And one of the principles is this, you can do everything, you just can't do everything at once, mm -hmm. right? So I think what's really important is taking a moment to kind of write down all of these things you want to do, the speaking, the coaching, the digital courses, right? And then from there, take that list and be honest with yourself about prioritizing it. What feels right? 
What's that next step that you want to take? Because there is no right or wrong. You might say the podcast, and then I want to write a book or the podcast, and then I want to do go all in on the coaching program, which you're already doing. I think if you have that list of like, what are the priorities, you can go all in like you have with the podcast and like now you're doing two episodes uh, a week, right? You can go all in on that one thing until you kind of systemize it, you delegate it, you've honed in on the skill enough where you can not spend so much time doing it and then add in that new layer. So for example, when I started content creation, it was just one podcast a week. Started to build a rhythm with that. Then I added in some YouTube vlogs, started to figure that out, added the newsletter, then added in the coaching, the digital products, right? So it's like a slow build. So all that to say, I think it's really good that you're excited about all these things. I think it's just asking yourself, what do you feel like is most important? And I'd love to flip it there and kind of see like, what do you feel like are those most important things that you need to be focusing on right now? Yeah, I think for me, the first thing that comes up is is always been the podcast. When I started my coaching business, I started the podcast on top of that. But the intention was always to impact people through asking questions. I've always been a really curious person. And so I feel like I'm in a phase, a learning phase, or like trying to build my skill sets more than I am trying to, um, I guess, share my message, if that makes sense. Like more mm-hmm. so, I'm taking on people for the podcast to learn as much as I am to like build my brand. And totally. so, um, and that's why it's like I say, like there's so many things that I can do because I'm speaking with people every single week about different in different fields and different areas. And so I think the podcast is a thing that like we've spoken about it, like Lewis Howes, Chris Williamson, like that's the kind of intention that I look towards. And so that's why I've moved it up to two interviews a week because I know that they're doing more interviews. So if I want to move in that direction, that's kind of the thing that I have to do. So, I mean, even before this, I had a podcast already today. I have one later today. Like it's definitely, it is, it is the priority for sure. Um, So I think that that, that would be, that would be it for right now, for sure. You mentioned uh, how yesterday I posted something about looking for a podcast producer. And then you said, you know, that's something I wish I had. What's stopping you from getting someone to help you build the show? Yeah, I think it's a, I think I'm definitely still working on my money mindset around like investing into stuff like that. So the Mm -hmm. podcast, I don't make any money from it right now. I'm working on a sponsor actually as we speak. Um, And I'm in the process of doing that, but it's not anything that's, that's massive that could like, this is going to be enough to hire a producer or whatever that looks like. So I think, uh, just figuring out how I would be able to do that. I know for you, you posted it and said like it wouldn't be anything income kind of way. It's more of like a learning opportunity. I just don't know if anyone would be open to that and maybe people would be. Well, that's why I want to challenge you. Why why, why initially think that it has to be something you're paying someone to do? There's a good chance that there might already be someone following you or that you might be able to find somebody that is almost at an equal place in their life. Maybe there's a 20-year-old young audio engineer slash video producer that's mm-hmm. looking for an opportunity to like build their skill sets with, and that might be a perfect connection. So I don't even think you need to necessarily find someone that, excuse me, step back. I don't think you have to worry about paying somebody. I think you could find someone out there that is at a very similar place as you that is looking to build and grow and that you can come together and understand, hey, we're both not making money, but we're going to work on this together. And this is equal, a, a win-win for both of us as we grow our careers. So I would challenge you and say, I don't think you need to necessarily worry about paying somebody out the gate. I think when the time comes, you'll be able to do that. But I think it's about getting creative and 
just seeing like, can you find someone that is at an equal spot in their life that would love an opportunity like this? Yeah. When I seen on your story yesterday, it made me think like, why haven't I posted that? Because it wasn't mm -hmm. something in my in my brain. It was always like, I have to invest into 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 someone for them to make it worth it. Um, but as I've I've gone on, like my podcast isn't the biggest podcast in the world, but I'm able to get people like you and some other amazing people on the show because um, I think the mission's there, not so much the audience, right? And so just finding a way to see what they can benefit from it, maybe money isn't that thing. And so it's definitely something, after seeing that on your story, it made me think, well, I need to do this too because what's the detriment of not doing it kind of thing? Yeah, my challenge for you immediately after this episode is get off, post stuff on your social saying the oh, yeah. exact thing you saw me post yesterday saying, hey, I'm looking for a young podcast producer who is looking to help build for the long term. This is what I need. If it's of interest, please reach out. And by the way, no, it is not paid, but I promise you this will be an experience that you, we will find a way to build together. And I feel like there's a good chance you could find at least somebody that might be of, of the right uh, fit for you. Yeah, you'll see it right after this, man. That'll be the first thing I do. Okay, great. We got we got one actually off of that. So yeah. that kind of hits like the podcasting bucket. Give me some other things that are top of mind right now, whether it's in the coaching sphere or just things that you're like putting more effort, attention into or have questions on. Yeah, I think uh, I'm curious for you when it comes to making content, you're really good at cutting up clips, doing B-roll and showing people, not just telling people. I think mm -hmm. for me, I've always came from a, a telling people side because it's just been my automatic response is just to tell rather than to show. Um, I think it it's granted probably a lot easier to tell than it is to show to put up clips and do b-roll and all the effort that it, go, it goes into that so i think i've taken the easy ray out in some respects but i also think it's my, what's i'm organically like leaning toward i think mm -hmm. i've fallen off the wagon of being intentional like i used to post every single day on socials and i think i've my standards have maybe risen a little bit so i haven't been posting every single day but i definitely want that to be a priority i want my brand to grow I want my socials to grow i want my my mission to grow and I want people to come to my page and say, this is someone, uh, I know exactly what he's trying to say. I know exactly what he's trying to bring to the world. And I just don't know if I'm doing a good enough job as I could at that. Okay, fair. So when you um, give me a little bit more context, when you say you feel like you're telling the world and you're talking about the B-roll stuff, are you talking, are you saying like, um, because you're creating content where you're looking at the camera and just speaking on certain things, or do you feel like, just generally you find yourself talking about a wide variety of topics and you want to be more niche in what you're speaking on? Honestly, both. Um, because I think when I talk like, yeah, talk, um, talking head content is only really all I've done. So I want to not just expand out of that, but expand what I can do and skill sets. And because like doing the kind of content that you have, that's a skill that I do. I tried doing it once and it took me a long time. I give you so much props for being able to do mm. it at such a, a great, a great extent. So that's one. And then also, yeah, being intentional about the way that I um, make content and who I'm targeting with my content. Um, yeah, I would say just getting really crystal clear on who that is. Great. So let's talk about the content process because I promise you it's actually a lot simpler than you might think. And it only seems complex because maybe you haven't had the experience with it just yet. Right. Sure. So my process is really simple. I try to pick moments throughout my day and week where I just, I just pull out my phone and record 10 seconds. Right. So there are two different things that happen. There are, you see videos that I push out that I intentionally went and recorded the clips. Great example was the other day I posted like a um, 
tips on like how to get better sleep. And everything I shot was very intentional. I, I wrote the script, I went, and then I shot the video based on what I wrote. But there are also a lot of videos that I post that are old B-roll that I, I had the B-roll on my camera or on my phone. I wrote mm-hmm. the script, I pulled in all the content, and I posted it. There wasn't me going out and shooting. So with that being said, one idea for you, and this is what makes it easier for you, and this is what I've uh, helped other people do, is like, if you're trying to get more content on your phone of like B-roll view, two thoughts. One, put a timer on your phone for every hour. And during the day, no matter what you're doing, record 10 seconds when that alarm goes off. And just in one day alone, you're going to have 15 different clips of you doing a lot of different things, cooking, in the gym, working on a podcast, sending emails, right? So that's going to start building up your B-roll content library. Mm -hmm. Um, Another idea is in a singular day, which it can get a little distracting, tell yourself that like when you see the right opportunity and moment, you're going to pull out your phone and record it. So tomorrow you might wake up and you're like, listen, I want to record a lot of what today looks like instead of the once every hour. So you recognize, okay, I woke up, I'm going to the gym. Great. I'm going to shoot three to four pieces in the gym. And now I have some fitness content. You get back, you're eating breakfast. You're like, great. I'm going to shoot three or four pieces of me making breakfast. I don't know how this content's going to be used, but I want to start documenting my life so that I can use this at a later date. Then you do it when you're recording the podcast or setting up for the day, sending the emails, jumping on this call, right? You just start recording these micro moments. And then what happens is this bank of content grows and grows that, that tomorrow you wake up and you're like, all right, I want to write a piece on motivation, which now is a separate conversation. You, 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 you said you do a lot of talking head, which is a whole different type of content. I personally love the B-roll script writing because I get to sit there and think about what I want to say ahead of time mm-hmm. rather than opening up my phone and speaking. That's really intimidating. I'm only great at that when I do like these podcasts with a conversation because I'm just in the moment. But talking head is really difficult if you're just trying to like, all right, I want to talk about fitness. Boom. I want to talk about building relationships. Boom. You know, that's I I, I respected it. That's what you've been doing. And the only reason I pivoted to doing that was because I wasn't seeing success with the talking head. So Mm -hmm. I want to leave it there and get some of your thoughts. But I really do think just starting to intentionally record some of your day is going to build that catalog. And also you've probably seen it. Like there's a lot of clips of mine that I just recycle. I reuse and nobody, nobody says a thing because the storyline and the, what I'm talking about in the audio is always different. So uh, don't be afraid also to reuse some of that B roll, depending on what you're speaking on and what you're showing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the every, every hour take 10 seconds and just record a piece because even like when I started my podcast, I've spoken with people about it where you take the Gary Vee approach you want to document instead of create. And I've mm. never come from that perspective, but it's definitely been something that I want to make a priority because, man, I started my podcast in my car, but I have nothing showing that. And yeah. I, I look back and I'm like, man, three years ago, I wish I, I had me taking a picture or a video of me in my car recording with no microphone. And now I'm, I'm speaking with you here. It's like it's it's such a thing that I want to make a priority. So making it every every hour and doing that is something that's big. And I think perfectionism is something that comes up when I think of doing any kind of B-roll because I feel like the lighting needs to be perfect. I need to be perfectly in frame. I need this to be perfect. And it just gets in my way. But I think no matter what happens, like you said, even if I don't post it, just building up a catalog of all of the things that I can do. So when I want to do it in the future, I can recycle it. Um, 
will, will be a priority for sure. The thing is too, is the more consistent you get with filming this B-roll, the better the content's going to come exactly. out because you're just going to understand the angles, the way you shoot it. And honestly, the best advice and, and remind me after this, uh, after this pod to send it to you, there's this $25 tripod that changed my life. And it's the thing that I use everywhere and always. Mm -hmm. And so just having like a handy tripod is going to make it so much easier. But, um, also know that like the raw, not best looking content also really resonates with people because it just feels yeah. like you're another human being. This isn't like some, you know, high production photo shoot or video shoot. So I think people also really, really resonate with that type of content as well. Yeah. And it's like you said, you, you do a lot of prep before. So you like, you're kind of telling a story throughout the way that you go through it. And mm -hmm. I think for me, like you said, it's intimidating just picking up your phone. But when I just pick up my phone, there's, I do absolutely no prep. I don't script. I don't do anything. I pick mm -hmm. up my phone and I speak to it. And so, um, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because sometimes I'll get 80,000 views and next day I'll get a thousand views. And so I'm just trying to make it something where it resonates with more people and I'm able to capture attention more intentionally. Um, and I think with the way that you go about it, always doing clips every couple seconds kind of thing, it just captures people attention and it yeah. allows people to stick along with that story rather than just talking head kind of content because most people are doing that. So it's a, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's literally a game of testing and trying because the only reason I ever switched from the talking head to this type of content, I just wasn't seeing success. I'd posted 50 videos of talking head and nobody was like liking, sharing. And I still believed in the intent of the video. But once again, what you just said, which is, you know, you got to be ready to pivot and try something new if you really want your, your content to resonate with people. So I think you can still do that type of content. I think it's just being willing to try something else and seeing kind of what happens from it. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring that up because I've wanted to pivot in a, di in a different direction, not like isolating myself and just doing one certain kind of content because it's it's a skill in itself, right? Like I said earlier, like I, I want to focus on building my skills as much as I am learning and trying to provide value for other people. So it's definitely something it will be a priority for sure. And I have a tripod, but I don't have a tripod that's a standing tripod, which I need to get because it's mine. That's what you not, need. It's not big enough, man. It's not big Remind enough. me after this. I got you. I think it literally costs $25 best investment of a tripod that you will ever spend. Awesome. I'm, I'm amped for it. I've needed that for a while. Like mine's like the size of my water bottle, but it was like $70 for no reason. I don't even remember why I bought it so long ago, but I need to get one for sure. <laughs> okay, great. So we got... Uh, looking for the podcast producer, we got um, testing out some of this new content concepts, recording some B-roll for yourself. What else comes to mind? When I spoke about niching down in such a sense that I wanted mm -hmm. people to come to the page and have an idea of what I'm talking about. I find myself talking about topics that I'm curious in and I'm interested in. And I feel like I have a stance on whether it's through people I've uh, or something I've learned from a podcast or just personal experience myself. I always want to say uh, when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from either experience or I'm letting it be known that uh, this is something that I took from someone else kind of thing. And so mm -hmm. the way I want to go about it, though, is be more intentional about what I'm speaking about and why I'm speaking about it rather than just posting what I'm curious about. Because I think it's important to obviously talk about things that you think are important, but I, I want it to be niched down towards the people that I'm trying to speak to. And I think because I've worked with uh, a different kind of person, every like every client that I've worked with has been in a different position, a different job, a different hurdle that they're trying to overcome. It's been difficult to kind of uh, position myself targeting mm -hmm. one specific person if I don't really know who that person is, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. So I, I deal with this all the time. I literally was going to make something yesterday. And then I was like, wait a second, this is literally not 
speaking to the person that you're really trying to resonate with. So I had to pull myself back out. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's something that you can continue to share on, but maybe just be really mindful that it's like once every two weeks that you're, you know, posting this random thought, which I think honestly just gives your community more insight to who you are as a person rather than like the productivity guy that's only talking about productivity tips. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but you said earlier, right? You said, I, I'm a, I run a coaching program and help. I think if I'm wrong, you had said something along the lines of entrepreneurs, right? So if yeah. entrepreneurs is what you believe to be your target demo, then the, then the question is, what are those topics, interests, perspectives that you believe they are looking or wanting to learn about, which is probably what you're already curious and learning more about? Yeah, I think we have a similar uh, topic of like who we help, but I think yours is obviously like managing time. I think mine is managing the 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 reason why someone's getting in their own way or where the procrastination stems from to begin with. So not mm. so much managing time, but more so managing, I don't even want to say distractions, but managing fear and all of the things that come up when we go to do something or we put ourselves in a position that maybe it's a new journey or something like that. Totally. So let's, th- this might um, help kind of understand this even deeper, right? So we're both trying to help entrepreneurs, high-level achievers, right? Yep. Do the thing, get to a better place in their life, operate at a high level. For me, I use time management as a vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. That's the vehicle that gets them from point A to point B because I do believe that time can be used if you're struggling in your health and wellness and you're not showing up in the gym. Well, let's allocate time towards it to make you better in the gym. Or, hey, I feel burnt out all the time. Well, let's carve out more time for balance, which is going to make you feel less burnt out. So that's the vehicle. I think for you, it sounds like mindset is the vehicle. Helping change the beliefs, the um, and that can stem into like the distractions and yep. everything underneath that umbrella, right? So I think it's just about communicating that to current clients or your audience and like how do you how does James help them use their mindset as a vehicle for getting them to where they want to be you're not gonna necessarily find figured it out maybe today or tomorrow right but that could be something to journal on is like how is every video that I make or how is everything that I'm speaking on how can I relate it back to mindset because I do believe that's like even something I'm doing on my back end which is like re understanding like the pillars and the content that I'm making. Like I'm trying to narrow it down into three pillars. And that third pillar is mindset because it's like, if you don't have the right mind state, none of this work is, is possible. So I think you have, I think, I think it's a strong vehicle. I think it's just trying to find a way to communicate it to that uh, audience so that they understand like James is the guy that I need to go to for that mindset shift. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I've definitely seen it in your content where you see you're making everything through the lens of time management and why mm. it's so important. I've definitely noticed that over these past even few months compared to when we first spoke, like the content yeah. that, that it was approaching, like it's it's very still helping people, but now it's through the lens of only time management. And that's the thing that I've been trying to do is how can I make everything that I say? And I think that's why part of the reason, like I said, I was going every single day and now it's not every single day because I want to make sure that every time I post something, it is through that lens. And so totally. that has to be that has to be a priority. And then of course, like you said, adding things in that maybe aren't, but they're more about me. Every now and again, though, not making that uh, the everyday kind of thing, but I want to get back to the everyday posting. 
but being very intentional about the what I'm trying to communicate through that. And so through the, the lens of mindset, of belief systems, that's the kind of thing that I like to talk about is what's the fear there? Why are you procrastinating? Is it really because you're not motivated or is it because you have a fear there that you haven't addressed yet? And so um, I, I'm trying to figure that out. I think, and I love your perspective on this, is how are you able to do through time management while also, because everything is going to come back to time management, just like everything's going to come back to mindset for me. Mm-hmm. But how can you do it without almost putting yourself, almost pigeonholing, pigeonhole yourself, if that makes sense? Yeah, it's a good question. Let me also add too that this this uh, chapter you're in right now, which you said like you're not posting daily, you're kind of slowing down. This is a good thing. I'm without you probably even realizing, I'm very much in that phase right now, which is like slowing down output because I need to like realign where I'm going. Yes. Um, so if you continue just chipping away day by day, not ask yourself if I'm actually going the right direction, you might end up in the wrong place. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, can you ask that question differently though with time management? How am I like, get, ask it a different way, please. Yeah. How are you able to make every piece of content through the lens of time management without um, pigeonholing yourself by saying, uh, by by not speaking about the same thing? I find myself totally. like, yeah, go ahead. Totally. That's a good question. So, that's a, yeah. So there's, there, you you will, if you go and scroll back, there's some that are very like, you need to optimize your time to align with your priorities time, time, time. Mm-hmm. That's a very like time management piece, right? Yeah. But then there's also, a, there might be a video where if I'm speaking on, um, you're not happy with like your daily healthy habits, mm-hmm. I will pepper in something along the lines of like, you need to schedule this into your day so you know when to be doing it and when, which is going to hold you accountable, which is going to build the result. So like the time is there, but it's not the whole thing. It just happens to be that every video, not every single video, but like that common theme Mm -hmm. is there. It just might not be like the spotlights on it. So like I said, that video is on healthy habits, but underneath the hood is time management. The next video might be on uh, the video I made or I posted yesterday was around uh, um, uh, feeling stressed out. Mm-hmm. And like some of the examples was creating boundaries with your uh, work or uh, being able to put your phone down at the end of the day. Once again, that's not the putting your phone down at the end of the day. That's somewhat of time management, the boundaries with your communication at work. That's like, like that's boundaries, but also it's like, oh, after 6 p.m., I'm not going to communicate. So there's like the time management aspect. So it's not necessarily every video I'm thinking like, how do I tie it back to time management? I think it's more so just if it if it if there's ways to like integrate it, great. But if not, it's 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 all good. It doesn't every video doesn't have to be time management, but I think the overall theme people will feel a sense of. I'm helping them with their time, but even more so, I'm even taking a step back and I'm I'm even thinking about changing the communication where instead of saying time management, um, like more on like designing lifestyle, helping people mm. design their day, design their week, design their month, because I think that might give people a different uh, view of it rather than time management. Time management, I know how to manage my time. I, I, I do the things when I need to do them, but I think when you hear design, like a design life, it is, it might come off as a little bit different if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And that's the thing for me is I'm trying to figure out what, 
what's the small shift in my in my uh, communication that's going to mm. make it resonate more with people. So even saying that gives me an idea of how can I think of it differently for me because I've been seeing it more as like not just the the mindset, but more of like I want to help people live with intention so they don't get to the end of their life with regret. So I want to tie in regret because I lost a lot of family growing up. It mm. allows with like to bring in my story a little bit. Um, and the podcast, it brings in uh, parts of the podcast around like not sm- not playing small, but playing to win. Um, so I think I'm trying to integrate it all without pigeonholing myself, but also making sure that everything is in alignment with the grand mission about what I'm trying to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. One thing that comes to my mind as you were saying that, and this is just for you to kind of run with, if you don't like it, all good is like, I think what's really important is how do you make something tangible for some, somebody to feel? So for me, time yeah. is tangible because it's like an hour, right? Mindset is hard. It's like, yeah. mindset. I don't know how to make that tangible, but I think it could be interesting. Two ideas is like mindset is energy. So like mm-hmm. you could run and play with the idea of like you're 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 helping people recharge their their battery, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you wake up in the in the in the morning and you don't have a good mindset, you're waking up every day at a 40% battery because you just like you show up to the day, you kind of slow roll, you're not excited, you're not motivated. But with the work you do with them, you you're helping them tweak their mindset and making them more sharp, more excited, more fulfilled more passionate so that when they wake up in the, every morning, they're at a hundred percent, they're ready to tackle the day, which then allows them to work through their day nonstop. Or if not, you know, the idea of like an energy or a battery, it could be like a fire. You're, you're the, you help put wood in the fire with your mm-hmm. content or, um, you're keeping people's fire burning all hours of the day. Just two ideas, but like that might be something to think on, which like, how do I make the mindset? How do I make everything I'm speaking on tangible? Like, how can I create imagery for people to like resonate? Like, oh, I see, I see. This is how it's how this is going to help me. So that's just food for thought. I don't know if it, if it sticks, but I think it could be an interesting thing to kind of think on. Yeah, it is something to think on. Both of those resonate with me. That the lens I'm trying to see it through is would that resonate with the person I'm trying to attract? And so, but I, I, I love both of those is like thinking it through the lens of, cause that's been a hurdle is how can I make it more tangible? Cause obviously that's, that's not it. And I, I've, I've used time, I've used regret. Like I'm trying to figure out a way to make it more tangible. So that when people come again, it's like, they know what they're getting kind of thing rather than totally. this guy's just speaking through his phone. Cause I don't want it to come across that way. I don't want to be coming across like I'm just preaching to everyone, but more so like I'm actually being intentional about the way that I'm coming across and the mission that I'm trying to present. So yeah. definitely something to think about for sure. Yeah, it's great. I think really the name of the game is just keep chipping away at these ideas and slowly, but surely you'll start to see common themes, common um, topics that you really enjoy or resonate with. And I think through that process, you'll get even more clear on how do you how do you communicate this to your community consistently so that they're like James is the guy for this and from there obviously that's what helps you kind of build out all the next things that you're interested in building out yeah yeah that's it that's it for sure um hell yeah yeah man James I appreciate the time man where can people find you where can they connect with you where can they find the podcast Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at James Brack and IV on all socials and the podcast, the You Can Too podcast on Spotify, Apple, Pod, uh, YouTube, anywhere you can find podcasts. That's where I'll be. But thank you for the time as well, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to, people that uh, hear this are now going to be going to check your socials to see that new content. So 
Hell that's yeah. definitely uh i'm curious to hear an update on the finding a podcast producer trying out some of this new content and then thirdly um kind of narrowing in on maybe just some of like this niche uh finding your own lane and like the messaging of some of the content you want to put out so i appreciate the time and uh yeah thanks for being on the show today absolutely brother thank you all right ladies and gentlemen it's the beard man podcast